0: Welcome to Boss of My Money podcast, your number one choice for bite-sized lessons on how to take care of your coins and achieve financial success. I am your host, Esther Bangura, the founder, financial educator, financial coach, and budgeting expert at Boss of My Money. So whether it's improving your money habits, developing a wealthy mindset, becoming debt-free, saving money, or learning how to invest, Girl, say no more, because you are in the right place. And if you want to get started with paying yourself first and learning how to manage your finance like the boss that you are, why not get your hands on one of my amazing freebies, a free financial wellness checklist at bossofmymoney.com. Now, it's time to put the kettle on, make yourself a cup of tea, and join me in today's episode. Be sure to hit subscribe, so you don't miss any new episodes. Hi y'all, welcome to Boss of My Money. This is episode number 58. In today's episode, I will be sharing 11 signs that you are living above your means. The reason why most people go years not being able to manage their personal finance, stay in the vicious cycle of having endless debts and struggle with saving money is that they ignore these 11 signs, which can be indicators that they are living beyond their means. This topic is important because if you don't realize that you are living beyond your means and you ignore these signs, then you are going to waste years and years and years throwing money away and really not maximizing what you can do with money, whether it's saving, investing or really being able to enjoy a life that's stress-free, not having any debt to worry about. So sign number one is paying bills late. If you find yourself missing bill due dates and you're forgetting when bills are due, or you seem to not have sufficient funds in your account when bills are due, or you're running out of money when you get paid before the bills are paid, then this is a number one sign that you are living beyond your means. Sign number two is feeling stressed about money. So if you find yourself stressed about bills, money, debt, lack of savings, or you're worried about losing money through investments, you have anxiety when it comes to paying bills. You experience anxiety even when you're saving money or even managing your debts. You stay up at night worrying about your financial situation or you cry a lot about your finances. You find yourself being emotional all the time when it comes to your finances. If you experience any of these symptoms, then it's a sign that you are stressed about your money. Sign number three is ignoring letters. If you are not opening your letters when they come, you ignore them or you open them and you don't read them you open them, read them and don't take action, then this is another critical sign that you're not where you wanna be with your finances and it's likely that you are spending more than what you want to spend because you're ignoring looking at the numbers. Sign number four is not checking your bank balance. So do you go for days and weeks on end not reviewing your bank account Do you just spend money on your accounts and not even think about whether or not you've gone into your overdraft or you don't check your credit card balance so you don't even know how much you've spent on your credit card for that month? Do you avoid logging into your bank account or your mobile banking because you don't want to face the reality of your situation? Sign number five is spending more. So have you noticed the spike in your spending? and you find yourself dipping into money that's set aside for bills, savings, and investments, and you find yourself buying things without planning for them or setting money aside, do you find yourself having impulsive or compulsive spending? Sign number six is using your credit card more. Have you noticed that you are using your credit card more to buy things that you've not budgeted for Do you see your credit card as a second income stream and you are finding that you are reliant on it more so now than ever before? This is also another critical sign that you are living beyond your means. Sign number seven is dipping into savings for what it's not set aside for. So are you saving money but find yourself dipping in it a few days or weeks after you've deposited the savings Do you find yourself having a goal to save for and you get distracted and end up using that money for other things? Sign number eight is arguing about money with your spouse or family members. Do you find it hard to talk to your spouse about your finances and communicate your feelings and get them to come on board? Are you lending money from friends or family members and delaying to pay them back? So when it comes to money and relationship, the minute you notice that boundaries are being crossed, then this is a sign that there's overspending going on or that you're living above your means because you are borrowing money from family and friends. And if you and your partner are not seeing eye to eye, then clearly one person is doing something that they're not supposed to do. Sign number nine is applying for more payday loans, credit cards, and personal loans. Are you finding that you are quickly applying for more credit or personal loans or payday loans to deal with financial challenges? So if you don't have an emergency fund, you know, any type of emergency or financial setback that comes, it can be really tempting to just keep applying for credit. Or are you applying for credit because there are things that you want to do, but you don't have the sufficient income from, so you're relying on credit applications, personal loans and payday loans in order to see you through. Sign number 10 is getting collection letters and calls. So if you find that you are constantly getting phone calls, emails and letters from collection companies. And it's got to the point where, you know, your creditors have tried to contact you. They've tried to set up a payment plan with you, but you've either ignored them or you've not taken action. And so they have therefore passed on your debts to a third party creditor. They've sold on your debt. And now you have been harassed by these companies. This is also a sign, you know, that you are living above your means because You're not even able to keep up with your bills or with your debts and you're having your creditors have to chase you about making these payments. And finally, sign number 11 is if you find yourself being a frequent victim of fraud and financial abuse. So if you find that you are always getting scammed, you're always losing money, you get into bad deals. This is a sign that you could be an avoider when it comes to your finances or you're the type of person that doesn't pay attention to their finances. It could be that you're being lazy and that you basically would rather other people do everything when it comes to your finances than you taking the time to learn how money works and for you to become a better financial manager. You'll also find that if you were the type of person that ignores or is not really bothered about details, that you were going to miss crucial things and you end up becoming a victim of financial fraud, or you end up becoming um, scammed, you know, and this happens a lot to a lot of people. So there you have it, the 11 signs that you are living beyond your means. The truth is that you cannot change what you do not accept as true. So you first have to realize that there is an issue in your finances and you need to be honest about where the issue lies and be ready to take action, right? Because there's one thing saying, oh, I'm an impulse spender or I'm using my credit card a lot. I save, but I dip into it every now and then. I don't really know where my money is going there's one thing to be aware of it and there's a total different thing when you actually take action to resolve that and to make that right. So it's really important that you take action in order to become a better money manager and improve your relationship with money. So some of you will probably identify with one, two or all of the signs that I've mentioned. And even if you only identify, you know, with one Don't think that you're safe. I can just hear you thinking, Oh, Esther, you know, yes, I use my credit card for expenses that I haven't planned for, but it's okay because it's only every now and then. I don't do it all the time. Well, my dear, I want you to know that that is where it begins, right? Most people that, you know, might relate to all of the 11 signs, I bet you any money that it started with just one. It started with you. Um, you know, just spending more than what you earn, whether it's by you not budgeting, not having eyes on your finances, it started by you ignoring that debt letter, it started by you not being intentional about what you're saving. It starts with one thing. So I don't want you to be comfortable with, oh, it's just that thing, right? I'm not trying to beat you up, but literally, this is how the habits begin and they grow, they become giants. And by the time you know it, you're not able to control it. And you don't even know where to start because you have so much overwhelm, you know, that you're doing all these things with your finances that you don't want to be doing, right? So if you identify with one or two, don't play it safe, take action in order to resolve what the problem is. And the truth is that if you sleep on your money habits, it's only going to get worse. So I don't want you to take it with a pinch of salt. I want you to be aggressive in improving whatever habit you have identified. And if you are ready to address any of these 11 signs that's making you live beyond your means, then I would love to invite you to my 90 days 10 pillars of financial success implementation group. You've probably heard about me brag about this imp- implementation group on this podcast. And the best way that I can describe it, it's a small, intimate group of women from the UK, the USA, and the Caribbean who are getting their financial house in order. If I was to just sum it up in a few lines, it will literally be a bunch of women who are really serious about changing their relationship with money. Improving their money habits, being better money managers and getting their financial house in order, right? That's the best way that I can describe it. So I would love, you know, for you to join us. Doors are actually open now. So doors are open. Um, and you can join before Monday, the 31st of January. So that's in six days. You have six days to join. If you join before the 31st of January, there's actually a bonus that you can get. And the bonus is that I will give you a deep dive budgeting session, right? So in addition to all of the amazing things that the program has to offer you, I'm also adding in a one-to-one session with myself and we get to sit down and do your budget together. You guys know, that I am Esther, the budgeting queen. I absolutely love all things budgeting. I swear by it. And one of the ways that you can save, pay off your debts, improve your relationship with money, have better control of your finances is by budgeting. So for those who may not know, the 90 days, 10 pillars of financial success implementation group, it's a 12 week course that is combined with bi-weekly one-on-one coaching. So literally I walk you through the course um, and you have lifetime access to the course, by the way. And for 90 days, I get to coach you on the 10 pillars of financial success. I get to help you with your budget and help you achieve whatever financial goals you have set for the next 90 days and beyond. And my guarantee is that in 90 days, your financial house will be in order. If you follow the 10 pillars of financial success, along with my one-on-one coaching every two weeks, your financial house is going to be turned around in 90 days. So rather than guessing each month about where you stand with your finances, you're going to know exactly where you are, what you need to do. You're going to feel motivated to take action and achieve your goals. And you're basically just going to be going from just paying bills and overspending and living on credit cards to being able to prioritize your finances so that you can keep track of your expenses, reduce debt, increase your savings and investment. And this is all while you can still buy your favorite pair of shoes and your everyday coffee, right? So if you know me and if you've had a one to one budgeting session with me, And all the ladies in my implementation group know that I am all about showing you how to have your cake and eat it too, right? You don't have to give up your entire life because you want to be good with money, right? I believe that money is a tool and we are to use it, you know, in the things that makes us happy. So I'm not going to tell you to give up your daily coffee. I'm not going to tell you to buy, stop buying shoes if that is your thing. What I'm going to show you is how you can do those things alongside being a good money manager, alongside budgeting, alongside planning for your expenses, alongside saving, and alongside paying off your debts. So together, you're going to be able to have better clarity of where you are financially. You're going to create a plan, and we'll do this together. And you're going to be able to develop lifelong financial habits that will shift your money mindset and give you a solid financial foundation. So I don't believe in teaching you hacks or I don't believe in giving you pieces of things. And this is why I created a program, right? Because when you listen to the podcast and you read the blogs, you're going to get bits of everything. But the program is a step-by-step framework, right? That you can follow from the beginning and see it through to the end. And it just packages everything that you need to do in order to become a better money manager. Right. And with my program, it doesn't matter what you're earning. So you could be a low income earner that wants to learn how to improve their personal finance so that when they're earning more, they know exactly what to do with the money. You could be someone who is earning a lot of money and you just don't know what to do with it or you find that you could be doing more with it but you're not maximizing the income that you have so this program is for everybody right it's for everyone that wants to get their financial house in order and like i said that my guarantee to you is that if you follow our program which is the temple is of financial success as well as um utilize the implementation one-on-one coaching sessions in 90 days, your financial house will be in order. So if this is something that interests you, I would absolutely love you to click on the link in the description um, box in the show notes of this podcast episode, click on the link where you can find out more about it. And I'd love for you to send me an email at support at bossofmymoney.co.uk. I almost forgot my own email address there. So send me an email at support at bossofmymoney.co.uk. If you have any questions, I'll be more than happy to answer your questions. And I'm so excited about welcoming the new ladies to the implementation group on the 31st of January. So thank you so much for listening to today's podcast and I will catch you on the next episode. Thank you again for listening to Boss of My Money podcast with Esther. I hope you enjoyed listening to today's episode. And if you'd like me to answer any of your questions, you can include your name or it can be anonymous. Send them to me at esther at bossofmymoney.co.uk. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast. I would really appreciate it if you took the time to also rate and review this podcast as well as share it stop by at bossofmymoney.com for more details on how you can get started on your financial success journey. See you again on the next episode.